In today's show, we look ahead to week 13 in the NBA, how we approach it, the streaming plans, weekly leagues, Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball and TikTok at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We're here to look at week 13. This will make us about halfway through the NBA regular season, over halfway through the fantasy regular season, of course, with probably like seven to eight weeks to go until fantasy playoffs. So it's starting to get more towards that. Hmm. Let's start to look at the playoff situation. Let's not, I'm not there yet. I'm not making deals. I don't believe for playoff schedules or really focusing significantly on that. There's still a long way to go uh, before we get there, but we're starting to get you know, closer to the trade deadline and all that stuff is starting to come a little bit more into focus. Let's have a look at how this week plays out. Morning. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> all right. It is a an all-stream week. There are no games. There are no days with over 10 games or not even, not even a single day with 10 games. So that means we can stream every day. You don't get these weeks very often. This is honestly the perfect week for fantasy. It's the perfect week for watching the NBA. It's the perfect week for me talking about the NBA. We've got a minimum six games and a maximum nine. This is literally how it should be every single week. And it annoys me that it's not, but this is where it is. And I love it. I love these weeks. We don't, we don't get them often. So just enjoy it. We have six games on Monday, seven games on Tuesday, eight games on Wednesday, six games on Thursday, nine on Friday, seven on Saturday, and eight on Sunday. Perfect. But again, that means we can stream every single day. But that's a great, great schedule. Not as many games as last week. Last week, we had 21 teams playing four games. This week, we have 13. We have 16 teams that play three games, and the Nets sit with two. But as I always tell you, is that a two-game week's not great, but when the majority of teams play three games... A two-game week doesn't hurt as much, but it also gives the extra value to those teams playing four games when we've got the majority concentrated in there with three games. So the four-game teams are the Kings, the Sixers, the Celtics, the Spurs, the Bulls, the Knicks, Bucks, Thunder, Nuggets, Magic, Pistons, Mavericks, and Blazers. The Blazers play all four games at home. The Mavericks play all four on the road. The uh, Magic play all four on the road. The Thunder play all four on the road, and the Bucks play all four on the road. So there you go. Interesting week there. And I said the Nets with the two-game week, and their two-game week, we'll talk about it later, but they don't play until Thursday. They play Thursday, Sunday. So fringe Nets players you might have, Seth Curry, TJ Warren, Royce O'Neal, maybe Joe Harris. Is Ben Simmons fringe? I don't think, ugh, I don't know. I, I don't think I'd drop him. But those other guys, see you later. Get the extra three games worth in here for the week. They're not good enough to hold on through that situation. If we look at streaming, as I said, like it's there's no like it's just every day. Like we just stream every single day and we work to maximize our games played. 
for the week because we can do it as much as we can. Now, if you're in a situation where you have seven weekly ads, then you can add someone every single day. You don't even need to worry about maximizing. You, you've got... Um, if you've got seven weekly ads for a start, you should have two streaming spots so you can really crank the games up this week and you don't have to focus as narrowly on teams. You can just really get who's the best guy each day and get value out of it that way. And that's, again, it's a little bit of a change in strategy this week versus what we may have had in other weeks. Look at the back-to-backs. There's not as many back-to-backs this week either. It's very spread out. We don't have... You know, multitudes of back-to-backs on certain periods of days and then none. There's a back-to-back every day this week. So there is an ability to be able to stream through strong. Sometimes we have these weeks where we have the low volume days every day, but then there are two days with no back-to-back. So to maximize our games played, it becomes tough. Not this week. We can do it easily. Heading into the week, we've got Sunday, Monday. So end of week 12 into start of week 13, the Grizzlies play that back-to-back. Monday, Tuesday, it's the Magic who have that um, back-to-back. Tuesday, Wednesday, it's the Suns and the Pistons. I've put a little bit of caution there on Phoenix because Chris Paul hurt his hip. I don't know whether he's going to be able to play, but with a sore hip and a back-to-back, there is a chance he sits one of those games. And we know Cameron Payne's out. We know Devin Booker's out. We know Cam Johnson's out. So there's going to be opportunities for Dwayne Washington, Landry Shamet, Torrey Craig, Damian Lee, all those guys become stream options if Paul does sit one of those games. We've got the Wednesday, Thursday back-to-back. It's the Bucks and the Celtics, two teams with significant rest risk. You've got Al Horford with his back-to-back spasms. You've got Giannis in his knee. You've got Chris Middleton if he's even alive. You've got Drew Holiday with resting. You've got Brooke Lopez who could rest. There is a lot of guys who could rest, which is annoying if you have them, but it opens up more opportunities for streaming for other players. You got Rob Williams, who probably sits as well for the Celtics, of course, with with that back to back. Thursday, Friday, it's the Thunder. Friday, Saturday, it's the most back to backs we have. It's the Pacers, Hawks, Jazz, and Wolves on the Friday, Saturday, and then Saturday, Sunday, the weekend, the Sixers. I think you'd have to be a little bit cautious about Joel Embiid there. I don't know about Maxi or Harden. I expect they'll be okay, but you never know. Um, the Mavericks and the Blazers have the weekend back to back. Heading into week 14, we've got the Knicks, the Warriors, the Lakers, and the Rockets. That's from week 13 into week 14. And of course, the Warriors, the Clay Thompson rest, the Lakers, maybe LeBron. We know he's sat quite a few games uh, on back-to-back, so that's something to watch as you head into week 14. Today's episode is brought to you by TurboTax. Go to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Meet with an expert who'll do them for you. TurboTax experts can relieve you from the stress of taxes and file for you. So you can do not taxes. Show your eyes things that are not taxes. Unpack a moving box of not taxes. Taste not taxes. Sing not taxes a lullaby. Hope not taxes sleeps through the night. Grab a saddle and ride not taxes into the sunset. With a TurboTax 100% expert guarantee, an expert will do your taxes from start to finish so you can relax. Feels good to be done with your taxes, doesn't it? Come to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more. Intuit TurboTax, full service products only, video meeting while expert does your taxes required. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. Okay, let's look at a streaming plan for this week. Again, we're trying to maximize games. So I want to hit the back-to-backs. So we start Monday, Tuesday with the Magic. 
And there are quite a few options there. Like Fultz is available in a lot of spots. Cole Anthony's an option for us there. Um, uh, Mo Wagner might be worth a stream in that situation. Gary Harris played back-to-backs. He might be worth uh, having a crack at right there as well. But getting two games for the price of one ad is important. And then on Wednesday, you've got a choice between the Celtics and the Bucks. Now, I just detailed a bunch of guys who might be out, but Brogdon, White, Grant Williams, maybe you throw in Sam Hauser. Look, if Horford sits one and Rob Williams sits one, Hauser and Luke Cornett might become sneaky stream options in a little bit deeper formats. And for the Bucks, you've got Pat Connaughton, you've got Grayson Allen, um, you've got Bobby Portis, obviously, but he's going to be rostered, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, Ingles is going to sit one of those games, so he's not going to be an option. Javon Carter, although he's been putrid, but there are a few options there. On the Friday, Saturday, back-to-back, we've got four choices, Pacers, Hawks, Wolves, Jazz. Well, on the Wolves, there's always going to be a bunch of guys, whether that's um, Kyle Anderson available, Naz Reed available. You've got Jalen Noel. You might have the artist formerly known as Torian Prince there. In Utah, maybe Colin Sexton's back, although I don't think he'd play the back-to-back returning from the hamstring injury. You look at Walker Kessler, obviously. Indiana, uh, Benedict Matherin. You look at Andrew Nembhard. You look at um, TJ McConnell, even. And in Atlanta, you look at guys like um, Adrian Griffin Jr., uh, DeAndre Hunter, who's good streamers. And then on Sunday, with your final ad, this is assuming a four-ad maximum for the week. You just add whatever you need. What category do you need to hit? Um, and that's how you use that last one. So that's a way we can maximize games. Use our four waiver acquisitions to get seven games in. That's the beauty of this sort of a week for fantasy. If you look at front and back loading, the Celtics and the Bucks, and this probably gives more fuel to the information or the idea that they will sit on one of those back-to-backs, is they play three games in four nights. Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, they play. So that's an extra load on the body. So Horford, Williams, um, I don't think Tatum or Brown, but you never know. Maybe Smart, he said he might, with ankle problems, he might have to sit some this season. Uh, Giannis, Drew, Middleton, Lopez, all those guys, there's risks of sitting those players there. Nets don't play until Thursday, making it really tough with a two-game week with no games on the first three days of the week to really consider them you know, too aggressively. At the end of the week, um, there's four teams that play three games in four nights, Thursday through Sunday. The Sixers, the Thunder, the Mavericks, and the Blazers play three in four nights, which again, we talk about the load on Harden, Maxi, and Embiid. Probably going to be a sit on the back-to-back for them. Does Lucas sit in three games to four nights? Maybe. He's been dealing with some ankle problems. Portland, I don't think Lillard would, but Nurkic might. We've got to watch that one. And then OKC, three games in four nights. Does that create some problems with Shea? We do have to pay attention. It's not just the back-to-back. Three in four nights creates that extra load. There are three teams that don't play on the weekend. The Suns, the Pelicans, and the Wizards. So fringe, especially if Ingram is back, like a fringe player like a Najee Marshall becomes a clear drop, I think, to then add someone on that weekend. The Wizards, we look at, you know, you've got your Hachimuras or your Avdias or those sort of guys where you're dropping in the Suns. Well, that's going to depend on Chris Paul. But if you added like a Dwayne Washington or a Tory Craig, then they become drops to open up something on the weekend there. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar, it's delicious. It is a delicious treat. And we all want delicious treats, but we don't want calories. We don't want fat. We don't want sugar. We just want protein and we want flavor. And that's exactly what Built Bar brings. You know, after you get through the holidays, you've eaten so much food, you want to do things a little bit healthier. That doesn't mean foregoing all treats, though. And that's where Built Bar comes in. You get 17 grams of protein, 130 calories only, and it tastes great because they're covered. Their secret is they're covered in 100% real chocolate. But instead of having to go to Built.com and wait for deliveries, you can just pop into Walmart now or Sam's Club. At Walmart, you go down to the pharmacy section and get a box of Built Bar, the four-bar box. 
cookies and cream flavor or double chocolate or coconut puffs. But in Sam's Club, they've got the big boy, the 13-bar box. It's got the hit flavors, brownie batter, and churro. So go to Sam's Club, go to Walmart, or go to Built.com and get yourself some Built Bars. Built Bar is built different. Let's look at injury, possible injury returns of guys who have been out. I think we'll probably get the return of Colin Sexton this week. Not that I care too much. I'm still getting questions about, hey, Josh, should I keep holding Colin Sexton? I'm like, no, no, no. You absolutely don't need to have done that. You don't need to have done that at any point. Um, no, you don't have to hold Colin Sexton. So he should return this week. And on these next two, I don't know. I don't know. But surely, surely Brandon Ingram is back this week. If not, at least we get some information. And surely we get something on Chris Middleton. I'm hoping they're back this week. I wouldn't think the start of the week, but maybe middle of the week. But England's been out since November. This has been four weeks for knee soreness for Middleton. What's, what's, what, what is happening? Tell us, tell us what's going on because you just keep ruling them out one game at a time, one game at a time. I'd like to get some information or have them back. And we should have Bowl back from his... Um, COVID absence during the week to a, at this point, healthy roster. And his role is going to be very, very curious to see exactly where he fits on a team that's healthy because we have not seen that this season. For weekly leagues, who can we add that's available in 50% of leagues that's going to be startable this week? I think we've got to start in New York. This briefcase and this haircut. Yeah, Quentin Grimes. I don't know why he's available in so many spots. He's got to be added, and you start him this week. Simple. Dan Gafford, add and start. Now, last game was interesting. Now, him and Porzingis played poorly, and they did bench Gafford for the second half. He still ended up with 26 minutes, so it's definitely not an issue. But we want to watch that, but I'm still rolling with him. Um, injuries in San Antonio. Zohan now. So Jeremy Sohan's worth a look. But as I talked about, with Vassal out, it didn't lead to a big minutes rise or a big usage rise for Sohan. Again, that was expected. But now Keldon's hurt his hamstring. Someone is going to take the shots. It's going to be Trey Jones mostly, but Sohan's going to have to take more shots. So the two of those guys out really does lead a little bit more into him. Bruce Brown and Catavius Caldwell-Pope for the Nuggets. Good value for the week with four games on. And you'd have to expect that someone's going to miss some time. Maybe maybe they don't. There's no back-to-backs there, but they're good enough with four games to be startable category league players. And then Pat Williams. His minutes are up. I still don't love Pat Williams as a long-term guy, but Javante Green remains out, so his minutes are up, and he's playing well. He's worth adding. God, I'll probably regret that. Um, players that we can sit for the week in category leagues. I think you sit all your nets, except for Durant and Irving. I wouldn't go with Claxton with two games. I wouldn't go with Simmons, obviously, and then nobody else. Um, but Durant and Irving, I would start with two games, but the rest I wouldn't. Guys, others we can sit, Dylan Brooks, Malik Beasley, Dante DiVincenzo with the return of Wiggins, Rui Hachimura, or, and the return of Steph. On that injury return list, I didn't even have Steph. I'm stupid. Steph's going to be back this week. I don't know why I didn't have him there. He's going to be back. Um, DiVincenzo, Hachimura, Naji Marshall, Benedict Matherin, and Karis Levert are not guys that I would consider starting this week. For points leagues ads, Sohan, the Bronco, Jalen Williams, Broncos country, let's ride. I don't really know why he's available on waiver-wise at all, but he shouldn't be. Lou Dort's a good weekly points league ad. Um, Quentin Grimes and Emmanuel Quickly, even if Barrett returns, I think Quickly's got value there. Dan Gafford, Alf Stewart. Is that you, Mr. Stewart? Well, who the hell else do you think it'd be? Get in here, you pair of flaming galahs. Not a big Isaiah Stewart fan in general, but 
the games played, the four of them, the absence of Bagley helps him a little bit. He's worth it. And then Tim Hardaway. I know he can destroy you at times, but the games played, uh, the role is huge. He's worth it. Guys, we can sit again. Just sit all nets apart from Durant and Irving. Claxton, I'd sit as well. Um, Hachimura, Middleton. Wouldn't, oh, that's, I wouldn't bother with him in any format, nor with Ingram. Malik Beasley, Najee Marshall, Brandon Clark, Gordon Haywood. Maybe he's back, maybe he's not. Uh, and DiVincenzo, probably not going to be worth it either. So there's your week 13 guide to the NBA for fantasy basketball. Drop your comments down below. Let me know what you think. Um, and follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. And if you are here on YouTube, thumb it up and leave those comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.